2: Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by jinjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Friday, October 27th. We're just a couple days away from the Jaguars taking on the Steelers in Pittsburgh week eight. Jags are five and two, Steelers four and two. Jaguars are two and a half point road favorites over the Steelers. We're gonna get into keys to victory matchups to watch right now. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Check out jinjagcom slash shop pick up some new Duval gear. So we'll start with keys to victory here. I know this one's pretty lame, but mental focus is key. We've seen it for the Jaguars this year when they have had a good week of practice, a good week of preparation in the meeting rooms, in the film room, on the practice field. They have come out and they have played good football. The Jaguars are such a talented and well-coached team that if they're able to do that throughout this week, there is no reason for them not to win this game. They have a, a better offense than the Steelers have. They have a better quarterback than the Steelers have. They quite frankly have a more complete defense than the Steelers have right now, and I know that's not something a lot of people probably expected entering the 2023 season but that's where these two teams are at right now so the Jaguars if you're mentally focused throughout this weekend on Sunday there is no reason to not win this game again I think they're going to be better prepared I think they're more talented I think they have the better quarterback better offense and better defense and uh, so I think that for the Jaguars, this is all about focusing inward. It's not about what you have to deal with with the Steelers as much as it is about what you need to do to get yourself ready. Uh, but you do have to be ready for the Steelers' physicality. A Mike Tomlin coach team is going to be physical. You've seen that over the last decade and a half. You know, however long Mike Tomlin's been over there now, it's been an incredibly long time. They've always been physical football teams. They never finish with a losing record. Mike Tomlin has literally always had a winning record in Pittsburgh. So this is a team that they're 4-2 and two for a reason. They play physical. They turn the football over on defense. They turn you over. Jaguars obviously lead the league in turnovers forced on defense, but the Steelers, they're not too far behind at 4 in the rankings there uh, but for me again bring the physicality the Jaguars have shown that they can do that all year even in the games they've won they've played the game physically I mean excuse me lost they've played the game physically they've just made a few too many mental errors in my opinion in the two games that they lost um, but yeah bring the physicality against the Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh it's going to be a raucous environment you've got to show up and show out and uh, the final thing here defensively stop the run keys to victory That's been the thing for the Jaguars' defense all year. You stop the run on early downs, which they've been able to do at an extremely high rate. They are the sixth-ranked run defense in DVOA. They're they're just an incredible run defense right now. Uh, They bring the physicality. They fit their gaps. Devin Lloyd and and Foyaluekin are doing an incredible job at linebacker. I think you've seen your safeties do a really good job on the back end against the run as well. And, of course, up front, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, they are great run-defending edge players and you've got a lot of guys on the interior that know how to get the job done against the run as well so for me you stop the run you get them in third and medium and third and long and then you force a punt or force a turnover that's been as simple as it gets for the Jaguars and their defensive schemes are not simple. They throw a lot of different stuff at you, which makes it difficult as an offense. It'll make it difficult for Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett to get this thing figured out and get this thing rolling because you're going to see different defensive fronts. You're going to see one thing at the start of the snap and then the, the back end and coverage is going to flip and you're going to see something different. It makes it really difficult and they executed a high level. Now the Jaguars do on that defensive side of the ball because most of those players have been in this scheme now for two Two years. They really understand the assignments. Mike Caldwell, the defensive coordinator, understands what guys do well. And I think it's just been a thing of beauty for the most part this season for the Jaguars on the defensive side of the ball. So, again, if you just go in with your typical game plan, I think that works for you. You stop the run, and I don't think Kenny Pickett and Matt Matt Canada are going to get this thing figured out through the air. Again, I do really respect some of the the Steelers' uh, playmakers on offense. But I just don't think that Matt Canada um, and, and the offensive line, quite frankly, as well, has struggled. So I don't think that the offense is ready to take advantage of the Jaguars as long as they come out and do what they've been doing, which again, stopping the run, forcing teams into third and medium, third and long, and then uh, getting up on the scoreboard on offense and, and then teams get desperate. They start making some uncharacteristic mistakes. Turnovers happen. Boom, you're good to go. Now, looking at the matchups to watch, I think that this is interesting. George Pickens. He called the Jaguars' defense a hope defense on the back end. Said they have a really good defensive front, but they just kind of hope that it's an incomplete pass or a turnover on the back end. I don't think that in any world that that is an accurate characterization or description of what the Jaguars have done on the back end of the defense. I think offenses are hoping that they don't throw interceptions against this Jaguars defense, I think you could say that. But to just say that the back end is all about just hoping something good happens, I think is absolutely insane by George Pickens. Uh, I think that it, it was really not a smart move by him to come out and call out a defense that is leading the NFL in turnovers forced, that is, picking passes off at an extremely high rate, that is, shutting down most of the receivers they're facing for the most part, You know, outside of some garbage time. And you look at the Jaguars' numbers, yeah, they've given up a lot of yards through the air. A lot of that has come in the third and fourth quarter when teams are trying desperately to come back, and they know that they can't run the ball. So yeah, Gardner Minshew had over 300 yards. He had over 55 attempts as well. You can look at a bunch of these guys that have had a bunch of big yardage games against the Jaguars. It's all on incredibly high attempts. It hasn't been efficient. It hasn't been effective, quite frankly. So for me, George Pickens versus these Jaguars' defensive backs, their corners, Darius Williams, Buster Brown, doesn't look like Tyson Campbell's going to play, but you never know. Uh, I would guess that he comes back after the bye, but we'll see how that plays out. But we've seen Buster Brown got tested last week against a talented group of receivers in New Orleans. The Steelers certainly have a talented group of receivers, but I think Darius Williams, who's playing maybe the best cornerback of anybody in the league right now, Buster Brown, you know Andre Sisco and Rayshon Jenkins at safety, uh, Trey Herndon as well, who's been playing good for the Jaguars at nickel, I'd keep my head on a swivel if I'm going across the middle if I'm George Pickens. I don't think there was any reason for him to talk that way about the Jaguars' defense, and uh, I'm not taking it personally, but I know all those guys on the back end of that Jaguars' defense have seen that. People see these things. Players see these types of things. I know they saw that, and uh, that just gave them extra motivation. A team that was already playing at an extremely high level on the back end gets extra motivation thanks to George Pickens. I think they'll take that. Anton Harrison and Cam Robinson versus T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith I think is going to be really interesting. Not only that, but how Doug Peterson and Press Taylor attempt to slow those guys down. Obviously, the Jaguars are going to try to get the ball out quick. The Steelers run a lot of man coverage. They run a lot of blitzes as well up front try to bring a lot of pressure. So you're able to get the ball out quick, generally against that type of defense. Uh, The Jaguars did it last week with Trevor Lawrence having a 2.2 second time to throw last week, easily the fastest he's ever had. I think they're probably going to try to do the same thing again this week. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But do they give Anton Harrison any help against TJ Watt? You know, that was a matchup that kind of um, in, in week two against the The Chiefs, Anton Harrison, was going up against the superstar Chris Jones. um, This week, going up against TJ Watt a lot. Are the Jaguars going to give him a little extra help? Are they going to try to get the ball out quicker? How is that matchup within this game uh, going to affect the game? And I think you just got to not let these guys, Highsmith and and Watt, make game-changing plays. Part of that, again, is getting the ball out quick, running the ball with Travis Etienne as well, a guy who has been a touchdown machine as of late. Uh, I do think the Steelers... It's interesting. Are they going to try to take away Calvin Ridley, which is what teams have been doing as of late? I would guess, or I wouldn't be surprised if they actually try to take away Christian Kirk or Evan Ingram a little bit more than Calvin Ridley, which is easier said than done uh, with this Jaguars offense. But I think teams are going to start to realize that taking Calvin Ridley away simply is not working. Because if you do focus extra attention on Calvin Ridley, that gives Christian Kirk. Evan Ingram, you know, free reign to kind of do what they want out there on the field, and you've seen that the last four weeks. Those two guys have been leading the Jaguars in receiving, and the offense has been playing at a pretty high level. That combined with Travis Etienne getting it going, the defense getting it going, of course. Uh, Now, if you don't give Calvin Ridley extra help, Will he feast on you? I think you've seen that too this season earlier in the year. A couple games you saw Calvin Ridley pop off for over 100 yards. So it is a difficult conundrum that defenses are in. Do you try to take away the outside receiver with Calvin Ridley? Do you try to take away a Christian Kirk or an Evan Ingram? If you do, the Jaguars should be able to figure that out very quickly and then just target their other guys. Um, so it, it'll be an interesting chess match, in my opinion, between you know Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, the Steelers defense, Mike Tomlin. Um, how will it play out? We're going to find out this Sunday, but I think the Jaguars have the answers to any problems that the Steelers could really present to them, quite frankly, and uh, I think that this offense is going to be able to put up points against the Steelers' defense that really struggles against the run they are giving up over 140 yards per game on the ground 4.7 yards per carry on the ground I think that that is going to put them in a major hole because if they try to sell out to stop the run that's not going to work the Jaguars are going to check out of things and and get to the passing game and uh, kind of torch you that way if you don't Travis and could have a huge day on you. So I think the Jaguars' offense presents more problems for the Steelers' defense than the Steelers' defense does for the Jaguars' offense. But again, if you don't come to play, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, they can absolutely ruin your day. Minka Fitzpatrick in the back end at safety – he can still absolutely change a game. So I'm not sitting here saying that the Jaguars just got to show up. As I've said, they've got to be mentally and physically ready for this game. And if they are, they should be able to win because they're the more talented, better coached team, especially from an offensive standpoint right now, looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars at 5-2. and two, I think that they should be able to get to 6-2. and two. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow when I get to my bold predictions. But I really appreciate you all tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. Check out ginjag.com slash shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.